So you are here, yes? I don't know. Am I here? You are here. You're it recording. Says you're about to start recording with the Leo. You are here with me recording because you're on my phone. Look at that. So even without you being on the Anchor app, you're on my phone recording. Really? Yes. Look at your face. Okay, well, this sounds like it's not alone now. Now we can hear you. I want to hang up the phone, though. You said you don't want to hang up the phone? No. Okay. No, keep the phone on. Can you? Yes. Let's keep going. All right. Well, then, if we're recording on Anchor right now, then you can just start. I am. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, shit. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> oh. Lord have mercy. Hallelujah. And glory be to goddess. So we are here. Worth the wait. Good things come to those who wait at 12:49. A whole hour in this. Good lord. Jeez, jeez Louise. Oh my god. All right. All right. Let's take some deep breaths so we can be centered. Thank you. Thank you you for joining me and thank you for being patient. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Out there. All right. right, Boom. Shalaka la boom. So let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. This is the What Would Maleo Say podcast. What was the Leo Say podcast? All right. Yes, and we are live with my aunt Petrova, the feminine <laughs> dynamo, the delicious Libra love herself. <laughs> the the fem, fem magic goddess doing tremendous yes, work yes. out in the world, helping women, women all That's over the magic. world. We're here. That's right, we're here. Okay, so first, Ma'at, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for saying yes. This is special because today is the first time that I'm actually interviewing anyone for my podcast. I usually go solo. Um, When I first started it, I was doing it with my boo at the time. It was a little sexy, you know. And then I went flying solo, and now I'm deciding that I want to interview people who I believe are doing phenomenal work in the world. People who are influencers, people who are dynamic, people who are clearly being guided by source. And you are one of those people. I want people to know, my listeners to know that there are people like you, you know, around the way goddesses, people next door, you know, who are being guided and to live on purpose. Yeah. Extraordinary things. So here you are. You are here. (laughs) We are here on Friday. Did you share that we're recording on your page? I did. I didn't I didn't share at this moment, no, but I can. So I want um everyone who is within the sound of my voice to take a deep breath in and bring yourself to center Mm -hmm. and exhale take another deep breath in even deeper and 
man. Letting go all of the junk and the gunk and the funk. All right. So it's Friday. It's Venus Day. Perfect day to be on the phone with my Aunt Petrova. Yes. Perfect day. Here we are. All right. This one is more stable. Okay. All right. Perfect. Mm-hmm. All right. So I want to begin this interview um, with just giving people a little bit of background on you, right? Just everyone might not know some deets about where you were born, where you were raised, and where you live now. I think it's really important because all of the places that we land on this planet shape us. You know, yeah. they make us into who we are. They give us a little bit of flavor, a little seasoning, a little spice. It does. So, 100%. tell your people, tell the people where you were born, where you were raised, and where you live now. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I've ever really answered those questions. Um, I was born in Florida, Pensacola, Florida, actually. I was raised in Trinidad because that's where my parents are from. And, I'm second. And um, Brooklyn, New York. And Brooklyn. And um, I live in Atlanta now. For the past four years, I've been here in Atlanta. Okay. So... Uh, based on the work you do, and the work you do is a special work. Definitely. How can you say that all of the different places where you've touched down, the places that you were raised and the places that raised you, how have they influenced your work? Okay, so, hmm, as far as Florida is concerned, okay, that's where all the domestic abuse and me witnessing you know, my mother, hearing my mother being raped in the other room, that's what influences my work today. So that was in my younger ages, infant through maybe seven years old. Um, so that's the basis influence and what inspired my work now. Um, and then when I went to Trinidad, basically like really getting into my island roots, you know, the whole whining, I love some whining, you know what I'm saying? Like whining the waist and the hips and everything. You know, and it's like, in the Caribbean, we're not shamed for our sexuality. You know what I'm saying? It's not something that's perverse. It's not something that's taboo. It's just a part of the culture in the Caribbean. So, <clears throat> I think, uh, I know that that's where, you know, like my movements come from. And, um, you know, other cultural elements as well that Trinidad has influenced, of course, 100%. And then Brooklyn, let me see. Boy, Brooklyn is just like the melting pot of so many things, but definitely my formidable years and formative years um, and everything else that, that came with Whatever I just mentioned as far as like Trinidad's concerned and Florida's concerned, there was a little bit more of that, you know what I'm saying? Of course, those were my teenage years. I grew up in Brooklyn and um, actually, you know, I came to Brooklyn late elementary, but the, uh, the year that really influenced me 
and who I am when, were my teenage years in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? Getting into hip-hop and, you know, just the whole Brooklyn spirit. You know, right now the Brooklyn spirit is dwindling because of all the gentrification, as we know, you know. But, um, yeah. Just, I don't know, just Brooklyn is everything. It's a little bit of everything, so that's what influenced me. I really don't know how to narrow Brooklyn down in one sentence. I feel you. I think you did a delicious job at putting it all together. Um, so you put the experiences from your feminine movement and feminine expression and created a healing body of work a healing yeah. you you merge various healing arts and so yeah. what what inspired you to do that as a way of life because this is a way of life for you you know this is not just your business or would you say the business developed as a as a an offshoot of your way of life Yes, it's the way of life for me. Basically, I don't know any human being on this planet that wouldn't want to be paid for just being who they are. So basically, that's what my business is about. It's it's based on what inspires me, what drives me, um, and my day, daily lifestyle. This, this lifestyle that I lead, this goddess lifestyle that I lead, it's not just, oh, God is this and God is that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so many women are walking around with their fucking sage sticks and, you know, wearing this clothes and, you know, whatever. Got the whole costume going on because this is what the goddess lifestyle is supposed to look like. However, this is the way I live, you know? This is the way I live spiritually, it's the way I live emotionally, mentally, sexually. This is just who I am. And I pretty much just share who I am with the world, you know, and allow who I am and what I do to inspire others to be their best selves. Yes, yes. I like that. I like that a lot because I can relate to that. that that's the way that I approach my work as well. You know, it is, yeah. it is very real to me and it's very authentic and mm-hmm. and so that's one of the reasons why I really I can relate with you and connect on a soul level because I feel I feel that what you're doing is real and I feel that what you do is from an absolute place of love and you you can tell that based on how you are received because love is, love is contagious more contagious than a cold so because you, you're just giving that, shooting that out, throwing it out, left, right, and center every time you wind your waist and sway or just show, you know, your beauty or you're in a group working and you, you post that, that imagery, you can feel the love. The love is what is really being translated. So that that is important. It is definitely not about outfits or sage sticks. Mm-hmm. It's not about that. I mean. It's about the love and, and the passion, you know. It's, it's, it's what drives me. It's, it's my passion, you know. And obviously, I feel like the dark moments in people's lives, I know that the dark moments in people's lives are what really gives them that character. So, you know, the dark moments in my life consist of 
domestic violence, sexual violence, you know, poverty. All of those things inspire me now today to rise above that and to inspire people and show them, hey, you know, I've been through this, I've been through that, but look, look at me now. Yes. I'm good, you know? Yes, yes, you're glowing. And you know what? I didn't didn't know that that was a part of your story, so we share that similarly because... I, I experienced that as a child. Domestic violence was very much a part of my formative years, you know, age five, six, seven. The can of whip ass was being dealt, you know? And then growing up, even through my, my preteen and teen years, moving to another household, domestic violence was very much the norm. And so for me personally, I had to, to discover what it meant to really be a woman and to really be feminine and not be under the hand of oppression or pay, generational pain, um, you know, and to really explore and, and even learn about masculinity because that right. version of it was not one that I wanted. And it seemed like in my family and in your family too, there was the potential for that to be a pattern and we needed to be the ones to break it. So I salute you. I salute you too, goddess. I salute, <laughs> I salute you for that because that's, that's real shit. You know, it's it's real, and a lot of people they they put a lot of shame attached to those experiences, and it hasn't been okay to talk about it because if you did, it meant that you wanted attention, and I'm not really sure why people would think people want attention for stuff like that. But <laughs> if we're talking about it, it's because we're doing it for our healing. Okay? And honestly, honestly, what the fuck is wrong with attention? Nothing. Shit. <laughs> I want attention. Hello. You know what I'm saying? Like it just depends on what, like whatever you may need attention for, then that's okay. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I would not want attention for like you know ass shaking and you know shit like that. But I do want attention. I want attention for love. Yes. I want attention for you to look at me and see what I'm doing to see possibly if you can relate and to possibly see if it can inspire you. You know what I'm saying? Like I want, a, I want attention. It may not be for those purposes that somebody else who's not on the level of growth where where I'm at, but I do want attention. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't do this for no reason. I don't have over a hundred thousand followers on Instagram, over you know eighty thousand followers on on Facebook for me to not want attention. Yes, I do want attention. I do want attention because I want you to be inspired by me. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And what we give attention to grows. Okay. It's important. So, and it's funny that you emphasize attention because I was really analyzing that yesterday when I was thinking about love and how important it is to love. Whatever it is that you love will grow. If you think about a baby, if you think about a, a pet, a plant, if, mm-hmm. you, if you love it, it will grow. And that love comes in the form of attention. Because yeah. of being present and attending. Attention so, yes. Attention is energy. Attention is energy. Yes. It just depends on what type of attention and what type of energy you're attracting and what type of energy and attention that you're giving. Yes. 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 I'm, yeah. lo- I'm loving this. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I want to know what you think has been your highest accomplishment to date? Oh, 
that gives me trembles. Um, my highest accomplishment to date. I really don't know. Um, I've done many great things and I'm still growing and I still have like higher things that I would like to accomplish. But I think I, I can't really narrow it down to one thing. I think my highest accomplishment today is just being here where I am right now at this point in my, in my life, period. That's my highest accomplishment. Like this present moment <laughs> is my highest accomplishment. The fact that I'm here, I'm seated before you, I'm sitting in my body suit, my little silk body suit, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm healthy, I'm 41 years old now, my birthday just passed, you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't went through grad school after having a child, after having, excuse me, after having my third child, like I was only, she was only about a toddler by then, that was hard as fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like I done overcame sexual abuse, uh, domestic abuse, you know what I'm saying? Like, I moved from an apartment to this beautiful big house. Like, I, I, I was driving a hoopty Honda, now I'm driving my nice, you know, luxury vehicle. Like, there's so many things that I'm just proud of. Like, it may be small to somebody else, but it's big to me coming from where I came from, yes. you know? Yes. So, yes. this movie right here is my biggest accomplishment. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, this this app actually gives applause, but I won't, I can't give them. <laughs> if I could, I would give you some. <laughs> I would definitely give you some applause for that. That is hilarious. You just did it for yourself. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so. My lip comes out, you know? I start to act like a brat. Like, no. Yeah, exactly. So, um, all right. So your highest accomplishment seems like it was a, a smorgasbord, a combination of your the things you've done and the blessings that you've been able to materialize into your world. So what do you yeah, think? This fight, this fight right it's everything i am today and everything i've accomplished to this day despite what i've gone through that's my accomplishment okay okay i can connect with that that's dope um so what would you say is your dirty dirty little secret you might have more than one since you had several accomplishments what's a dirty little secret that you don't really reveal but you might want to today. Dirty little secret. Dirty little secret. Dirty, naughty little secret. Oh, dirty little secret. Can you be more specific? <laughs> What's something that you've done that um, you don't tell anyone? 
or or your followers don't know maybe some people know but um your supporters they don't know Mm, dirty little secret I I mean there's one dirty little secret but it's a little bit of a story um one of my recent like the, the man who I was dating for the past two years I found out that I dated his brother his blood brother Wow. Yeah, but I didn't know. Okay. So, this is how it went. His, his blood brother and I, we knew each other from Black Planet. <laughs> the Black Planet. Remember Black Planet? Of right. course, of course. So, we knew each other from Black Planet when we were in our mid-twenties. Um, <clears throat> so we met and we were dating off and on for like years, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, even when I moved to Atlanta, you know, we hung out, nothing, you know, sexual or nothing, but we hung out a couple of times. So we, we've always maintained a friend, a friendship, but I met this other guy while I was here. Right. And, um, when I met him, you know, obviously the small talk conversation and such and and um I was like yeah so you how long you been out here because he was from New York too uh-huh. and um I was like oh, okay you know anybody out here I was like yeah no I don't really know too many people out here and I just listed a couple of people that I know and his brother was one of the people I listed I was like um I, I know this guy who actually lives over there too um and I said his name, and then he was he was like, "Oh, I was like, what? What you know him?" And he was like, "Yeah, I know him." I was like, "Oh, okay." Would you know him like that? He was like, "Nah, I, I don't know him like that." So I was like, "Oh, okay." So um, left that alone. He and I continued dating from months on in. A year later. Something happened to where um, we broke up, right, a year later. But I was looking for him, and I could not find him. And I was worried, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know where he was. Well, I looked at, I looked up on the Internet. And you know how us women do. We do our little investigative detective work. So I, I went on the internet and um, I searched I searched up his name and I tried to see how you know if I can find him anywhere or whatever and then they gave me his household composition uh-huh. so they gave me the name of the mother the father you know what I'm saying and everybody else in the house and they, and, and guess whose name I saw amongst those people in the household composition his brother his brother oh wow. And I almost threw up. I was like, my mouth dropped. My heart started just racing. And then I called his brother up. I was like, oh my God, listen, this is crazy. He was like, what, what happened? I was like, I've been, you know, I've been dating you. I've been dating, he was like, who, my cousin? I was like, no. He's like, my brother? I was like, yes. He said, um, he was like my knucklehead ass brother, because I was a kid. The brother was the younger brother, the one who was the reason that I was dating was the younger brother. 
and I don't have any brothers, okay? I'm an only child. <laughs> you are a fool. Oh my God. Yeah, so, so that don't is. Be mad at me. I know when you call people a liar, it's offensive. I apologize. I'm not trying to offend you. I'm just saying. That is one of my dirty secrets. Like, and honestly, I would not have followed through with that. Um, yeah, that is dirty macking. Somebody said that's dirty macking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, look. Jamar said I would have cleared it with the brother first. Like, listen to me. <laughs> No, that's funny. No, I'm not liking my brothers for friends, girl. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was really dirty of him and very manipulative. And and all my girlfriends who I did share that with, you know, the one question they had to ask, right? Whose dick was bigger? (laughs) Right. Yeah, yeah. That's all we can. Who got the bigger dick and who knew how to use it? That's all my dad cared about. That's all they cared about. That's all they cared about was the sex. Because that's what we're about. Low key, high key. That's what we're about. I'm not even going to ask you to reveal that secret. I'm not. I'm not. Unless you want to. I don't care. I don't care. So who had the better dick? Forget bigger. Who had the better first dick? Of all, first of all, and I feel now I feel weird talking about it now. But um, first of all, his his father must have had like a humongous something because for them to both have come out so blessed is amazing. Especially them being two different heights, two different skin complexions, but both of them were black. Um, <clears throat> so like size was a beautiful thing with both of them regardless of the height the taller brother was 6'2 or 6'3 no he's about 6'2 6'2 and a half and the shorter brother was 5'10 mm. and the shorter brother was light skin one the taller brother was dark skin one mm-hmm. he's definitely the better looking one as well mm-hmm. um, and the shorter brother he was definitely better sexually. Okay. Because he had something to prove. Yeah. Like he felt, he felt like he had something to prove. Got you. Mhm. You know, like the short man complex and all of that. Like. Yes. He had something to prove. Mm-hmm. Like every time, it's like, listen, I'm about to lose my life, and I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> I gotta show you. <laughs> The reason why I deserve to live. Yeah. So understood. understood. So the the brother who was scheming had the better the better put down game, and for yeah. good for good reason. You know, it was a survival yeah. thing for him. <laughs> well, and, and I'm not saying in that situation because of his brother. No, it wasn't because of that. It's just that's his character. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Like he definitely had that short man complex thing where he always felt like he had to be better. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Thank and you for so sharing that. Worked, Dirty secret. That was to my advantage. I bet. I, I, mm-hmm. I bet you were able to work that. Poor, poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, not poor thing at all. He's good. He is good. He's good. But, um, yeah. 
So that was that was fire. We got a two. And then mind y'all, I'm six one. So he was five ten. The other brother was six two. I'm six one. So yeah. So Maat's Maat's dirty secret was that she, unbeknownst to herself, had a love triangle with brothers. <laughs> that was the dirty secret. That's a that's a humdinger and a whamma jamma. Oh my god, you can't say that just like that because they don't know the details. I did not have a love triangle with what? brothers because the third brother was not in the triangle at the time. No, the tri- he, was, he was a part of the past. The triangle doesn't mean that it's current. The triangle means that it's three people existing who are connected. It doesn't mean that in the same time period you had them both. Mm-mm. So just to clar- just to clarify, that's not what it means. But it is yeah. it is the three of you connected spiritually, energetically. That's definitely a triangle. Yeah. But she wasn't being dirty. She wasn't being dirty. She didn't know. The the short brother was the one who was <laughs> pulling the strings. He was the scheme Yeah, he was scheming. He was scamming. All right. So um, since we're on the topic of sex, because we did. We did touch sex just now. We talked about who is better. What is your yeah. favorite your favorite sexual position? I, it seems random, but it's not. Um, my favorite sexual position. Honestly, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I, I like whatever feels good at the moment. You know what I'm saying? Yes. 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 I think everybody could feel that. This is like, you know, one moment he might roll on top and it feels great there. Next moment we wake up, he he, he gets you with the side leg up from the back. You know what I'm saying? And it feels good like that. Next moment he turns you over and, you know, you're in back shots and it feels great like that. Next moment you in some real crazy yoga, acrobatic something and it feels great like that. Like, just on top, you know? Yes. I don't really like going on top because I know how to do it well, but on top is cool. It just depends. Like I, I, I only do it for like some ego flexing. If the man, you know, if he likes it, but of course I would prefer for him to do all the work. You <laughs> 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 prefer to be in the receptive position. <laughs> the cat you don't want to throw you on top. You gotta show them. Yes. Yes, yes. That I like. That's um I've never heard that answer before. People usually pick one or two to be their favorite position, but I like that. That seems very natural. And I could visualize somebody rolling on top or rolling around. Yeah, you just took me to a to a sexy place. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> I love that like right after, you know, maybe a session and you guys are laying down. Cuddling and um, you know me falling from the back, and then next thing you know, boom, from the from the back, bye. There it is. That's a great position. I I, I do like that one. That's really good. I do too. Kudos. Yeah. My glass my glass is empty now, but I'm raising it. Cheers. Cheers to that. Yes. So how how is sex spiritual? Because a lot of people disconnect sex from spirituality especially because of religion religion is like anti-sex um sex in a box sex with husband and wife 
Yeah. So how do you make sex spiritual? Well, first of all, sex is spiritual because we are spirits in this body having a human experience. Yes. So whether you omit spirit or not, spirit is always present, whether you acknowledge it or not. Whether you acknowledge it or not, your heart is always pumping. Okay? So with every thrust while having sex, your heart is pumping with that thrust. So you can say that this is just a fuck all you want. You know what I'm saying? You could say, oh, that's just my little side piece or, you know, that's just my little uh, late night or, you know, my after hour thing or what have you. But your heart is still pumping when you're thrusting, you know. It's, whether you ignore it, that's on you. But that's the reason why women, especially us being more, um, how would you say, more familiar with the heart, more familiar with the emotions, that's the reason why even if we try to cut off our emotions from the sexual act and say, oh, you know, that's just my fuck, that's just my little fuck buddy, that's just my little, you know what I'm saying, my little jump or what have you. <clears throat> You still end up catching feelings that you you have to actually repress and deny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You want to call him, but you're not because you don't want him to think that you're stressing him. Right. You want to, you know, pick up a little cute thing from him in the store that might look good for him, but you don't want him to think that you're overstepping your boundaries. Because why? Your heart was pumping. Your spirit was involved while you all were partaking in the sexual energy exchange energy exchange you know so sex is extremely extremely spiritual and the heart chakra is directly connected to our root chakra <clears throat> to the sacral chakra and to the, our sexual energy mm-hmm. boom I hope y'all got that so there's no separation between sex and the spirit What's There's no separation between your spirit and your sexuality. There's no separation. We're holistic, multidimensional beings composed of spirit, mind, body, sexuality, emotion, and they're all connected. And you cannot compartmentalize them. You can try to. Logically, you can try to, but they're always working together, whether you're aware of it or not. This is a truth. This is mm-hmm. a true why do you think we are taught to separate them? Um, <clears throat> why are we taught to separate them? That I think that stems from uh, religion. Definitely stems from religion, where sex is made taboo and sex is made to be something that is shameful. So. Religion is one thing. You know, I have, I've had a few Christian women saying, because I've been a Christian for so long, I am now completely out of touch with, with my sexuality. You know what I'm saying? And so they're asking me, how do I get in touch with my sexuality, my femininity, and my sexuality? You know, because they've been in religion that's turned them away from their sexuality, which is a natural part of who they are. Like, God put vaginas and penises on our body for a reason. <clears throat> it's no mistake. You know, we came through vaginas. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, I was thinking about that the other day, and not everybody's 
came through a vagina. Some people came through like an actual belly operation or what have you. But still, we came through the woman. You know what I'm saying? The, you, you, you went in there in the first place through sex. Hopefully, if it was a like a uh, insemination situation, <laughs> a semen insemination. But um, you know, and and I shouldn't laugh because I actually do know some little babies that were artificially placed into their mom's womb. But um, yeah, most of us came together through some type of sexual act. Even if the man had to ejaculate so that he can put his sperm into a suit, that is a sexual act. You know what I'm saying? I so, know what you're saying. <laughs> why are we shamed for the very reason and, and means for us to be in existence today? You know, for us to be present today. Some sexual act had to happen. Why are we shamed for that? We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that. So do you think that um, the the shame has people really confused? Oh, yeah, it has, it has them completely confused because it has them in conflict with an integral part of who they are. Yes. Yes. Yeah, like a very, very natural part of who you are. You're taught to go against it. Yeah. You're taught to do against your own divine nature. Yes. 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 And this this is like a really, really important part of of my work and my message. It's really about people changing their minds and unlocking their minds around what they think sex is and isn't. What sex should be and shouldn't be. And really trying to move as far away from what we consider to be normal or typical Mm -hmm. in terms of how we see sex because it's incorrect something that that is like you said so natural something that is what brought us here has been demonized and so we disconnect from the pleasure of it we disconnect from the blessings of it we disconnect from the healing of it but we keep doing it. We keep doing it. Ain't nobody out here. Stop fucking. Everybody's yeah, fucking. We keep doing it. Right? There's something about it that still draws us together, magnetizes us yeah. to still doing, to still having sex. Why? Because it's a fucking natural part of who we are. It's our nature. You know, it's how it's done that determines whether it'll be beneficial or not for you. If you're doing it on a lower vibration where you're completely, where you're fucking, but you're completely disconnected from the heart with your partner, you're completely disconnected from the spiritual element of connecting with your partner, then yeah, there's going to be a discord discord thereafter. But if you're doing it, because it's going to get done regardless. People are going to fuck and have sex and make love regardless, right? But it's how it's done that will dictate the benefits or not of doing it. You know what I'm saying? Because again, you can, yes, you can procreate with it. Yes, you can raise your vibrations with it. Yes, you can heal each other with it. There's so many benefits from having sex. Yes, you can manifest with it. Make shit happen in your life and manifest jobs and all that. I've done that for, um, with one of my, my, my daughter. I got her father a job, my last daughter. When we were having sex, I was doing a manifestation for him. 
and yep, he got the job. <laughs> That's what I'm so, about. you know, there's so many benefits, beautiful benefits to having sex and just like connecting and feeling closer to your partner. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. <clears throat> yes. But then done wrong, done with high egos, done with disconnection of the heart, done with disconnection of the spirit, you know, done with just trying to, um, tear some pussy up, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's an ego thing, you know? As opposed to doing it, yeah, tear some pussy up, but at the same time, connect. Are you trying to connect while, you, while you're throwing the pipe? You know what I'm saying? Are you trying to, are you trying to connect to that, to that woman's heart? Are you trying to connect to that woman's mind? Are you trying to connect to her spirit, you know? <laughs> so All this penis pipe throwing. <laughs> And you talked about um, sex can be a healing thing. So how do you think, and then you did mention some darkness earlier. And so you've experienced your fair share of it, witnessed it. Um, I'm sure you've heard many things from the clients that you work with. Yeah. How do you, do, would you say that darkness is a healer or dark, darkness is, an, is your ally? Because without, you, you can you can pretend as if, you know, things are always supposed to be light and beautiful and fluffy and rainbows and, you know, fluffy clouds all day. But what happens <clears throat> once nine o'clock hits, let's just say nine o'clock, it's dark outside, right? Yes. You can't have light without the darkness. They are both complementary opposites, just on a... Uh, metaphysical level, period, scientific level. You cannot, light cannot exist with dark. Dark cannot exist with light. Darkness is what gives us that character. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> excuse me. You know, it gives us the passion. It gives us meaning in life. You know, of course, everybody wants to experience, you know, laughter and fun and, you know, sweetness all day. But, Darkness is what really characterizes us, it's what really gives us purpose, it gives us meaning, and it helps us to be able to relate and stay humble when it comes to other beings. Did you all hear that? The darkness is essential. The darkness is important. It's essential. It's essential. It cannot, the light cannot exist without the darkness. Darkness cannot exist without the light. It's very essential. 
black man masculinity that's the one that the brother is going to be doing and um, sexual manifestation and dancing and um, meditation all of that so that's going to be sunset happening June 19th to 24th of 2019 definitely DM me for that if you all are interested again both men and women are welcome to come it's going to be inspiring and this one the theme is meet your magic so be ready to meet your magic we're going to Cuba and Cosmo Mexico how do they find you give us your information yes yeah my information is um Femagic at gmail.com, which is F-E-3-M-A-G-I-C at gmail.com. That's my email, or you can find me with the same same word, Femagic, F-E-3-M-F-E-M-M-M-A-G-I-C at I-G, and you can find me here on Facebook. Or my website, Let, let's not forget that, my website, Femagic, F-E-2-M-A-G-I-C. Fantastic. So they know how to get you. Um, yeah. I don't want to know from you. What do you think about God? Do you believe in God? Yes, I do believe in God. Um, I, I'm more so, I believe in the creator within us. Uh-huh. And I believe in the creator outside of us, like the existing creator outside of us and the creator within us. You know, I I know I don't believe. I know that we are walking deities and we have the potential to manifest anything that we want in our lives. And that's that's my take on the creator, that we are gods ourselves and there is an all in all one omniscient force outside of us as well and we're microcosmic reflection of that omniscient force yes yes beautiful and um i want you to in closing give a message that you want women to know and a message you want men to know for women uh it's really important for women to, I want you all to stop caring about other people, what they think about you, what they think about your body, what they think about how you carry yourself, what they think about how you express yourself. Stop caring about what other people think and just be you. A motherfucker is going to feel you regardless. How you see unattractive women walking around with like some fine ass man? Why? Because she feels herself. She has confidence. She has high self esteem. Meanwhile, you you see the most beautiful woman who's who's sitting in the corner talking with a banging body, beautiful, all of a bun up and everything, talking talking all these insecurities. That there's no value in that. Value yourself. Love yourself. Fuck that. You're the shit. You're the bomb. You're that bitch. You're the goddess. You're that All bitch. Right? You're that bitch. You're the goddess. Fuck that shit. <laughs> yes. A motherfucker is going to feel you if you're feeling yourself. That's, That's really what I want for women. I want you to feel yourself. Yes. Get in the mirror. Talk to yourself. Tell yourself you're beautiful. Tell yourself that you can do it. Don't doubt yourself. Stop critiquing yourself. Dance. Raise your vibration. Drink more water. All Drink right. more vegetables. Right. You know what I'm saying? Keep that vagina nice and juicy. All right? Like, get yourself together, sis. Come we, on. We have you're, four you're more minutes. Talk to the okay. men real quick. What do you want the men to know? <laughs> and for the men, I want y'all to know that you're a king. You're a king. So, so 
like it. Act like it. Stop treating yourself like you're less than. Love yourself more so that you can actually be able to love a woman better. Okay? Know that you you have infinite potential to do whatever you want. Stop doubting yourself, King. You are kings. You are walking gods. We love you. You're amazing. All right? You can do anything that you want to do. You stop doubting yourself. That thing that you're thinking of right now that's giving you fear that you want to go after, go for it. You got what it takes, all right? You're a god. And save your daughter. Come on, y'all. Let's pull it for us together. Come on, my people. Mm. <laughs> she said, come on, my people. Yeah. <laughs> she is the Moses. She is the Moses of, <laughs> of her time and space. You are equipped with everything that you need yes. to do anything that you want to do. You're fully equipped. Boom, go do it. Those are wonderful affirmative statements. And we thank you so much, Ma'at Petrova, from your, your space in Georgia, for taking your time to come on the What Will Maleo Say podcast as my very first interview. Thank you all for joining me. Thank you for staying with me. Thank you for coming in and out whenever you did. Thank you for watching us, listening to us. I appreciate your presence. Yes. Thank you so much for everybody who tuned in. Everyone who was patient as we came off and on. We finally got this thing together and it came together deliciously. So anyone who wants to find out more about my aunt, she can be found on Instagram. She can be found on Facebook as well. She, like I said, is... Femmagic. Look up Femmagic. Two M's or three M's. Femmagic. Femmagic on the website. Femmagic on the on Instagram. Femmagic everywhere. F E M M A G I C or F E M M A G I C. Yes. Go find her. She's doing tremendous healing and expansive work on this planet. She hosts events. She's hosting a cruise. She is a mother. We didn't even talk about that kind of stuff. The mother of yes, three. Yes, mother of three. Yes, and she is doing her thing. Not just mothering her children, but also mothering women in her community. Women who support her work. So we're thankful for you, Ma'a, and your contribution. Thank you. God Thank is you. Thanks to you. Y'all have an amazing weekend. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>